In case we're learning the Chesam and Aleph, we're picking up at the bottom of the Zayin and Beis. Amr Rabbi, sorry, Umaydim, Shem Shachat, Shiyach, Rebedeka, V'yichasi. So in the mission of Eishamay said that um, somebody is allowed to shecht, L'chad Chil even if he doesn't, uh, even if he doesn't have Efer, Afer ready to do Kisi Adam, but according to Eishilel, he's not allowed. Umaydim, Eishilel, it agrees to Eishamay, Shem Shachat, that if he did the shechita, he didn't ask, and he did the shechita, and now he has a mitzvah of kisi adam, so he could dig with his spade and loosen the dirt and do kisi adam. So don't shecht the chadchila, if you're going to have to do that, but if you already shechted, then the mitzvah of kisi adam is daicha something over here. Am Rabbi Zrika, Am Rabbi Yehuda. So we'll have to see right now what it's daicha. Am Rabbi Zrika, Am Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Zrika says, B'Shem Rabbi Yehuda, V'hu she'esh lo dakar notes mibodyam. V'hu, it's only true, when he has a decker notes, his spade is in the ground, and what that's going to accomplish is that the dirt there is considered muchan. In other words, he started to dig, and he prepared that dirt, he like loosened the dirt, it's just sitting in the ground still, but that's him, that afar is, that is considered muchan. But he still did ketisha, or he's going to have to do ketisha. Rashi explains, you know, you have clods of dirt, and for kisi adam, you don't take clods of dirt, you need to take little uh, you know, like sand or something like that consistency. So you're going to have to break it up. That's called ketisha. That's a malacha of tochen when you crush up those clods of dirt into little little pieces of powder. So why is that mutter? When I'm after malacha for kisi adam, so he says the case is where the dirt was very soft. So basically once you stuck your spade in an erish um, and you were making it, it's already considered um, katush, so that you don't have to do. Ayva kavid guma, but you're going to make a guma, meaning to say when you, a guma as a whole, when you remove all of the offer from that um, area on Yamtiv, you're making a guma. And that's the malacha of chofer. If you dig a hole in the ground, Rashi says, Boyna, it could be zoreya. If you dig a hole in the ground and you're going to use it for building, you're going to use it for planting, it's a malacha of boyna or zoreya. So why is it mutter to take the dirt away? If you dig a hole, you don't need the hole. You only need the dirt that you removed. The malacha of chofer is when you're making the hole for planting or for building. But for the sake of the dirt that you're taking out of it, that's not the malacha. Now, Taif says, of course, it is asr midrabanan. This is called a malacha shenzicha the gufa. And malacha shenzicha the gufa is asr midrabanan. So, Taif says, because of Either according to Hishama because of Simchas Yamtiv, so the the Indian Simchas Yamtiv is daicha. According to Yisrael, you can't shecht if you know you're going to have to do this. But if you shecht it already, then the mitzvah of Kisi Adam is so chashiv that to be mekayim in the mitzvah of Kisi Adam, so you could be over this Isra Drabanan. Ah, but it's mavur. It's apparent that the gabi, the dirt itself being muk, so that's not enough of a hetter. The, the fact that it's a mitzvah of Kisi Adam, you have to have your deck or notes. You have to have your your spade in the ground to make sure that the offer is considered muchan. So for some reason, they weren't aicha mukta for the sake of simchas yamtiv or for the sake of the mitzvah of kisi adam, but the malachas shenzichel aguva, shenzichel aguva, that they were matter. Okay. Then the Mishnah said a strange line. Sheifer kira muchan. The last line of the Mishnah is because eifer kira, because the ashes in an oven are muchan. What's going on? What are you telling me? Sheifer kira. Who mentioned anything? Who mentioned the name of Eferkira? Meaning to say, what's the Mishnah all of a sudden talking about Eferkira? Who said anything about Eferkira? How do you read this Mishnah? Amir Abbas, Rabbi says, The way to read the Mishnah 
is as follows. Ve'efer kira muchanu. And also, efer kira is muchanu. Now, the Pashib Shad Negumar is that it means to say that whereas Basil holds, if you don't have, um, you don't have, I mean, maybe everyone holds, if you don't have a deck or notes in there, you're not, not going to be able to shecht it. Even if you shecht it, if you don't have a deck or notes in the ground, you're not going to be able to do Kisya Dam. But if you happen to have ashes in the oven, Efer Kira is Muchan. So you can just go to your oven and take Efer Kira. Which is interesting in terms of what you need to use for Kisya Dam. Taisus discusses would that be okay for Kisya Dam to take ashes? For sure, according to Beis Hill, you can use ashes, but according to Beis Shammai, it could be you cannot use ashes. So he says maybe certain kinds of ashes, anything that you could grow something in, would be good even according to Beis Shammai. So in any event, that's the Pashat Shad in the Mishnah, that if you have ashes, then you don't have a problem. You don't have to have your deck or notes in the ground. Just go to your oven and take the ashes. So is a Chiddush. Ashes in your oven are considered mucha. Now why is that true? Because, you know, Bizman Chazal, they used to use the afer for different things. It wasn't like today, the ashes in the oven is garbage. In the olden days, they used it for covering. You would spit in the floor, you'd cover it. You'd see a dam, you'd use it to cover the dam. So you used it for things, so it's automatically mucha. When do we say that afer inside the oven is mucha? Only if you made the fire on Erev Yamtev, meaning on Erev Yamtev, the log burnt and completely was reduced to ash. So on Erev Yamtev you had ash, so we say that that ash is a muchan. But if you only made your fire on Yamtev, Aser. Because what happened? On Yamtev you made a fire. So you started with a log. A log is fuel for a fire. A log is muchan for hasaka. Now you have ash. Ash is not for for a, for a fire. Ash is for covering things. This is called noilad. In other words, it completely changed. It went from being a log to being afer. Even though both things are useful, but they have totally, completely different uses. So it has to be that it was ash before yamtiv. If it became ash on yamtiv, that's considered noilad in its asr. However, vim roi leads to those But if the ashes are still hot and it's still fit to roast in a debeitza, then it's mutter. Meaning to say, if the ashes are hot, so that's still like a log. In other words, when a log, you t- what do you do with a log? You, 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 you light it, and then you can cook with it. So afer, even though it looks very different, but as long as I can still cook with it, it will still be considered the same achana as the, uh, as the log. Only when it cools down and I can't even cook in it, then it's shimush, is a whole different shimush, then it's considered nailad, and it would be asr. The Raisa says the same thing. When the Mishnah says that the ashes in the oven is muchan, they only said so when the fire burnt the log already on Erev Yamtiv into ashes. And those ashes we say but if the fire was only lit on Yamtiv and it became ash from being once a log on Yamtiv itself, then it's Aser. That's not But if it's still hot and it's right to, to roast on it an egg, then it's Mutter. Because that's the same Hachana as the log itself. Says the Gemara, Din hichnis afar ulu If a person brings on Erev Yamtiv dirt into his garden, into his, uh, his churva, where he would uh, use it for different things, specifically to like spread on the ground, cover things on the ground, so since it's aimed to be used, and you might use it for anything really, it's mutter l'chasas meaning to say that that's not considered muksa. After you'd spread it on the ground, after you'd cover your garden with it, or your floor, your churva, it will be considered muktzah. But before, while it's still in a mound, that's considered mutter. Ash explains because while it's in a mound, you'd use it for everything. So it's considered muchan. So when you bring a big pile of afar, that's muchan, even though the main shimush is to use for, for covering the gina, the churva. Right, a churva is a, is a destroyed home, which you'd use for, uh, for certain things. But since you would, um, 
use it for other things is considered mukhar. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says another chiddush. Machnis Adam Malay Kupas. A person can bring inside a, a little a little box full, small amount of wafer, and you can put it on the floor. And even though it's a small amount, you might have thought once it's a small amount and it's already in the floor, maybe it's already considered a part of the floor and it's considered muktza. No, it's not muktza. You could do whatever you want. Even a small amount, like a, a box full, a mulay kupasi, a full box worth, which is very small, it's still mukhan, uh, uh, and you can do whatever you need. Darsh Marzutra, Mishmaid, the Marzutra Rabba. Marzutra Darshan, in the name of Marzutra Rabba, the great Marzutra, the older one. That which we say, that if you brought in the afar, in a kupa, and you put it on the floor, it's mukhan, is if you put it in a, you, you designated a karen zavis, you designated a corner, a specific spot for it. It's only considered mukhan when you have it in a specific spot. But if you bring a very small amount and dump it on the floor in the middle of nowhere, then I'd say taka, it's already part of the floor, and it's no longer considered mukhan. You have to bring it and put it into the corner. Mesve. So the one now has a question on this whole halacha of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said that you can bring a little box full, put it in the corner, and you can do whatever you want with it. It's not considered mukhtza. So the Gemara asks the It says in the Braisa, Akoi, um, um, yeah, so a koi, it's a shiloh what it is, it's a specific kind of an animal, maybe a buffalo, a bison, something, or it's a, it's a crossbreed, it's a shiloh, the gemara. But whatever this koi is, it's a suffix, if it's a chaya, or if it's considered a behema. Now the din is a chaya, there's a mitzvah of kisi adam, and a behema, there's no mitzvah of kisi adam. So if I know I'm shechting a behema, a para, let's say, no kisi adam, if I'm shechting a tzvi, a chaya deer, then there's kisi adam. This animal is a suffix. So therefore, ain't shechting also beyamtiv, you can't shechting a yamtiv. You can't shecht it on Yamtiv, because how are you going to be able to do Kisi Adam? Vim Shachto. If you would have shechted it, Ein Machasin is Dami, you're not allowed to cover the Dami. In other words, the suffix, the mitzvah of Kisi Adam, which is only a suffix, is not going to be Daichi Yamtiv. Even though Beisil agreed with Shammah, said you can shecht the Chachila, and Beisil says, but yeah, if you did shecht, you could go and, and take the dirt from the ground, you can dig it up. Um, when it's in Sidrabban and use Kisi, and do Kisi Adam. But here, since it's only a suffix, so it's not Zaycha. V'isa, but if it's true what Rabbi Yehuda said, that the dirt that's in the corner is Muchan, what's the problem? L'chsaye covered up with that dirt, Rabbi Yehuda. Like Rabbi Yehuda said, that that dirt is not considered Muchan. So the Gemara is trying to say that it must be that the offer that you bring in the Kupa is not um, Muchan. I guess the Gemara is assuming that he for sure had it. For the Tamech, but the Gemara says, according to you, that um, that he could have used that, L'chsaye be'e for Kir, why couldn't he cover it with the ashes in his oven? Or why couldn't he use the dirt that he had stuck a spade into the ground to, to, to set it aside before uh, before Yamtiv? And lastly, so obviously you're going to have to say he doesn't have a decker in the ground and he doesn't have a fair kira. So he doesn't have hachanami. So here too, say to Leslie, he doesn't have that offer in the corner that you just said you could use. So it's not a kasha. So the Gemara said, but if he doesn't have, that means... He doesn't have anything to do kisi adam yachi. So my ear is suffik. So why are we talking about a suffik? Why are we saying that when it's a suffik, if it's a koi, and you don't know if it's a chayer or a behema, so then you can't shecht it. But if you don't have any afer or afer, right? Afiluvalinam, even a real chayer, which you have to do kisi adam nami. Lo, you couldn't shecht it because how can you shecht it if you're not going to be able to do kisi adam? So the Gemara says you're right. Of course I can't shecht a chayer. Let me buy a kamer. That's needless to mention. In other words, let me buy a needless to mention. Vada uh, Achaya, which you certainly have to do Kisi Adam 
you can't shecht because if you're going to shecht and you're not going to do kisi adam because you don't have anything to do kisi adam with, you're going to be mavatel and mitzvah to save adam. I will suffix, but you might but a suffix. But let's say this coach is a suffix. Maybe even if I don't do kisi adam, it could be it was okay. It could be I didn't need to do it. maybe because I should shecht and don't do kisi adam. Maybe that's what the rice is talking about. The rice is talking about the case when I don't have any offer mucha, nothing to do with Yehuda. I don't have anything at all. And a behema, sorry, a chaya, a real chaya. Of course, I can't shecht because I'm going to be mavatel the mitzvah. I might have thought I can shecht the kai because it's a suffik. Even if it's only a suffik, if you're going to miss out the mitzvah, you still can't shecht.